0: Two weeks ago, we began having you submit your pages to us, and we optimized those pages live with leaders from our Sciences group. There was an overwhelming response. Uh, I think we had, I'm not sure precisely the number, perhaps 1,200 people register for that event. We could clearly not get to all of the landing pages, but we did get through many of them, and there was such a demand for more of this. We're going to do a second session now. We're going to bring up the landing pages that you've submitted, landing pages from people in our own subscriber list, and we're going to start to optimize those live. I want to kind of prepare you for that and teach you something for just a few moments, and then we're going to go straight to those pages. So if you would, just look with me at the uh, formula that I have at the top of the page. It's OPR is greater than OPRN is greater than OCNN. Now, this is perhaps the most simple formula that we've developed, but what it means is that... In order of magnitude, it's, it's more important to optimize your product first. and then your presentation, which is the way we describe the presentation of your product, your website and all the collateral around it, emails, etc, and then optimize your channels. And, and this is vital because many of us work on our channels before we work on our landing pages. I, I can't help you with your product. This is a, you know, that's, a, that's different than marketing. There are times when we actually get into that level. But I can suggest that in a year where the economy is tightening and in a time when competition on the net only increases, it's better to optimize the presentation, that is your landing page, than it is to optimize your paid search campaign. Because if you're going to spend a dollar on paid search to get one person to visit your site, you might as well make the most money per visit at that site. And if your current site is yielding a dollar ten and you spent a dollar to get someone there and you've made ten cents because they arrived, it would be much better if you were to focus on making that site worth two dollars a click, and that will give you two advantages. Number one, you'll make more money. Number two, you'll be able to increase your pay-per-click bid and defeat your competition. I'm going to continue, but let me just say this. When we've ran paid search analyses, one of the ways that we've been so effective in giving someone competitive advantage is that we have optimized their pages so thoroughly that they actually make more money per visit than their competitors, and thus they can afford to pay more per visit than their competitors. So we are going to look at that in particular today, and we're going to use something called the conversion index, which is a a formula that many of you have probably seen. Uh, It outlines a series of elements that we teach in our certification classes and that we've developed in our sciences lab for improving the performance on a last page. Now, a little static, John. I'd like you to check and make sure that there's clarity. I don't know if that static is on our end or anywhere else coming in, but let's just watch for it. Uh, it might be good for me to do a sound check with the audience. Can you hear me clearly? Just go ahead and use your Q&A or feature to let me know if you think my voice is coming in clearly good it seems to be from the responses thank you all right so we want you to understand this index just before we begin because while you're going to hear jimmy ellis and aaron rosenthal and myself talking about landing pages it's going to sound as if we're working with you know an intuitive grasp based on the experience that we've had from hundreds upon hundreds of experiments and case studies and there's some truth to that but actually there's a there's a methodology that has been so deeply embedded into our subconscious that we do it automatically now without thinking. And that methodology is wrapped around the simplicity of this formula. Now, this formula actually can be quite complex at times, but for the purposes of your landing page, you might find it a simple way to think better about your site. The, the number in front of the letter represents the significance or importance relative to the other variables. So 4 in front of M means that's the most important variable on the formula. And the 2 in front of A means that's important, but not as important as the M. And I'd like you to look at this, and let's just walk through it and understand it before we start on these pages. When we talk about M, we're talking about the motivation of the user coming into your site. The formula says this. The probability of your visitor converting is equal to and now we start on the index to the right first of all the motivation of the user what we've discovered is that no matter what you do in optimization a highly motivated user will put up with a lot of pain to get what they want and that there's a there's a segment of your traffic that's more motivated than other segments and that if you optimize within that segment you may not realize that you're still leaving lots of money on the table because those highly motivated visitors are enduring a lot more pain than some of your other visitors will put up with. It's very important, then, to study your channels, discover where your highest motivated users are coming from, and make certain that you've maximized the amount of people who visit through that channel. So M is important, but it's very hard to optimize for. Which brings me to the next variable, which is V, and that's the way you express your value proposition. If it's not the value proposition itself, it's the way you express it. We must assume that you have a good one, while it's true that many, many marketers do not, but let's assume that you do. Having a good value proposition is not enough. On that landing page, it must be expressed clearly, and it's the it's the clarity that's so important. Clarity trumps persuasion, and you must have clarity there. They must understand why you are the best choice for them. Your value proposition should answer the question, why, if, you're, if I'm the ideal customer, let's suppose that I am, why should I purchase from you rather than any other competitor? That's the value proposition. In this case, in the formula, it's the clarity of that that's so important. F is friction. That's all the things in the site that annoy people. The reduction of unnecessary friction is vital in the formula. I stands for the incentives, and you balance incentives against friction and almost no one is doing that right. There's tremendous amounts of money to be generated from doing this. A is for the relief of anxiety. John, go backwards and show us the expression again. So if you can get the value proposition communicated clearly, and by the way, that's not something you do in a slogan. Every aspect of your side communicates your value proposition. And if you can get the incentives, high enough to counter for any friction. For instance, if you have a long form, reduce it to the least possible number of fields and then incentivize people to get through those fields. And then if you can eliminate or reduce anxiety, anxiety actually can never be eliminated. It can only be reduced. Uh, You can get most of anxiety gone, but you can never eliminate friction completely because if you're going to ask them for money, you're necessarily generating friction, the question is, how do you create enough value on the other side of the equation to mitigate against the friction? Now, if you're an old-time subscriber with our group, you've heard these things before, but I want you to know that with a fundamental grasp of this simple index, we're going to actually attack these landing pages that have been placed in front of us and do our very best to help some people who can actually uh, take what we say on this phone and use it in their own site out clearly. We can't cover every single landing page for all of the many people that are on this call right now, but I think that by carefully paying attention, you can learn a great deal because we are checking and picking landing pages from the audience that should be representative of our entire audience, and the things we suggest for this site uh, coming up next, for instance, may help you with your site. I mean, that's the whole point. I want to truly help the people who have submitted their pages but I also want to help the rest of the audience, the rest of our subscribers, glean information that's practical, that's relevant, and uh, that they can use to see an immediate gain. So help me. I'm going to be asking for your opinion as we proceed. And um, I see some questions coming in, and uh, someone says, will you cover websites that are selling services and not products? I believe we are, and I know that we did in the last session. So if there's any issue with this session – you certainly can go back to the last session and look at some of those. That's posted live. It's on the net. You can get the audio, and you can see the actual sites along with our suggestions. Make certain that we are not blocked in your spam filters because we will send you out all of this later. You'll be able to hear the recording, and you'll be able to look at our suggestions. They will have been written up by our editors here so that you can get that. Also, and this is not a commercial. There's, I, I don't know if there's anything there for sale, but I don't think there is. Go to our website. There's more than $10 million worth of research, and it's free, all generated by the Sciences Lab. Get a hold of that and use that. Let's get started on the pages themselves. So I have a page up. and uh, Yes. All right. Go back one, John. Where did we lose that page? All right. Here we are. All right. So the page is up right now, and you should be able to see it. And uh, this was submitted and, uh, oh, this is the changes made. I'm sorry, John. I see why you did that. I thought John made a mistake. I should have known it was me. Remember the email that I quoted at the beginning? John, take me back and, no, take me back and show them. Let's look at this. I didn't realize that, that, that's what that slide was. This is the before page on the left. This is before the last clinic. We worked on this page live and this is the new page after the last clinic. And we're going to watch and see what the difference is in performance. And, uh, uh, Eric, uh, you've made some good changes. I'll be interested. I would put some bold font in those paragraphs, by the way, in that main opening paragraph. And once this begins to work, then I'd start testing my headlines. We can talk more about that later. But I uh, I commend you on being so quick to implement the changes. Well done. Let's go to a new piece and look at it. All right. So I'm at AutoGenie. We asked the the company that submitted this, what their value proposition was, they said better service at affordable cost. Uh, we asked where the channel, where the traffic came from, and they said the primary source of traffic to the page comes from a direct marketing postcard. By the way, if you're online, you should pay attention to that. Do not think, do not believe that the Internet, because it's so cool and new that the real play is just on the digital side and that you should be doing all of your marketing through the net. There's a powerful way to combine offline and online marketing and the best marketers have discovered that the two go hand-in-hand hand together. Use the net to test everything you send offline. Test it there first because it's much less money. And in addition to that, uh, use the net to build community from all the people who respond to your offline advertising. In this case, we're looking at a website, Postcard Sent Traffic here, and I'm going to ask Jimmy Ellis, who uh, has been working all week, day and night, preparing for the email summit. We're going to be teaching how to optimize your messages at the email Summit in Sherpa in Miami this weekend. Jimmy, I know you're blurry-eyed, but take a look at this site and tell me what you would do.
1: <laughs> I mean, so when I look at, at, is this the postcard, do we think? Or this, is the the this is the uh, postcard. This
0: is the postcard that stands. And I can post. show them the page, but do you want to see the page first, Jimmy, or just to start with it? postcard? No, I'm
1: going to talk about the postcard first because I don't, <laughs> no, my problem is I don't, see a value proposition on here and I don't see a clear call to action of what you want me to do. So I, I, I've looked at these guys' page before because they submitted to the last column and we got a couple emails and we took a look at them. But the, what I, I know that they build websites for car dealerships and that, and that is who they're trying to target. I'd have never
0: known that. I have yep, never and
1: known that. And that's exactly what I'm trying to – that's exactly the point. Is I don't see that on here. I don't see – for example, I know their solution, just by going on their site and looking around, is a really good, you know, one-stop solution for car car dealerships. I want to see it. Show me. So you, you've you tried to build this problem. People aren't buying garbage the same way they did 50 years ago. But you need to go directly into how Autogeny can solve that problem. So don't just tell them that they're, they're buying on the Internet. Show them how your solution solves that problem or helps them sell their cars on the Internet with their sites and stuff like that. So And that would be my, my absolute number one. I don't know what this is instantly, and then I don't know what I'm going to do after I see it. And That's I would test
0: that. that graphic. Wouldn't you say, Jimmy, the graphic of the oh, man yeah. reading the newspaper? I
1: think you know. you're going
0: to find that that is a positive and a very negative reaction, and uh, and and you're going to polarize your audience with that particular photograph. But keep going, Jimmy.
1: No, I mean, I'm, I, 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 I would rather just get to the – I mean, that's my quick. put the, the, the postcard, I'll go to the actual site.
0: Looks All right. Like we're there. At
2: the bottom of the page is the is the sign up for your free trial today. But I don't even see that. It it almost looks like it's in the spot where an address would be, or a uh, um, a uh, you know a tagline or or something to that extent. I don't even see that you're you've got a free trial here. It hasn't it hasn't caught my eye, and you haven't brought any attention to it. So focus on that free trial. It's, if that's your call to action, you're going to get a lot of. You're going to get more response from using a free trial.
0: Now you're talking. You're talking about the bottom yeah. of the of the uh, postcard, aren't you? It,
2: exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You can't see it now. The GoToWebinar is uh, already gone. Oh, there it is. And
0: I, I want to rather. I'm going to say this to Jimmy and Aaron. Rather than you know three minutes to Jimmy and three minutes to Aaron, let's talk back and forth, all three of us, because I think we can uh, interact in a different way. Have you guys noticed there's no continuity between the postcards? Uh, which you should see on your screen now, and the landing page, and that continuity is one of the most important principles. You create an expectation with a card. When they come from that to the web page, exactly. it should connect. Where is the psychological connection here?
2: Yeah, you, and you've already lost me because you're trying to sell me on this limited time offer, $397, when I came to your site believing that there was a free trial and that I was 90 days of a free trial. So as soon as I see that price, I'm out of here. I I, I don't know what. First of all, I don't know what you do. I don't know what you offer. I don't know what your value proposition really is. And you've just got me. You've got me to your site because you're using a free trial. And as soon as you greet me on your site, there's no mention of the free trial.
0: Look at all the wasted real estate space. Look how large that image is. It's true that that image. Scroll back up, John. uh, That image is is on the postcard, but the headline doesn't connect to the postcard in a way that's clear. The image takes up way too much real estate and accomplishes very little. In fact, it sends people away. You have to get halfway down the page before you can find any content that's meaningful. And, uh, and you know, it's. It, and I mean this. I mean this in uh, in a gracious way because we want to help someone. We're not here to p- pick on you, but by being critical, perhaps we can. It's not that you're you know need to make some changes. It, you need to burn the whole thing down and start over. The, the, the postcard needs to be redone, and the landing page needs to be redesigned. And if you're going to go to long-form landing page, greet them, talk to them, use a letter, appeal to them in a way that they can truly understand. I would venture to say that a lot of the value from this – well, I, I w not even go there. There's so much more that needs to be done. Uh, but I, I would suggest that you have, uh, you know, in the conversion index, the only people you're getting are the people that are highly motivated. Remember the four that's placed in front of the M? Highly motivated users. Jimmy, would you add me? Those people will, will sort this out and figure out what it's saying. But your nav on your left, does it look like nav? It looks like banners? I guess it's nav, uh, which people then are completely lost. Jimmy, you go ahead.
1: I want to kind of dig into the motivation piece real quick because a lot of times people don't really see it until you give them a few examples of of how that ties in. So on this one, for example, if you had your own car dealership and you've been looking for a website solution, let's say for, for two or three years, you just haven't found the right one, and finally you get on here and you realize that's what they do, this is the only one you can find, although there's others out there, but this is the only one you can find, and you're just dying to sign up and you get the free trial, then those are most likely the only people the AutoGenie would be able to get at this point. They're not getting the people that may already have a solution or are less qualified. Once you fix the other pieces of the conversion index, after motivation, if you, you will actually maximize the less motivated people. So you're, getting, you're getting basically you're casting a wider net. And, you, and not only are you casting a wider net, but you're getting more of those people to the vote whereas the auto team right now is using a smaller net, and they're only getting a few fish in that net actually to the boat. So it's so basically – That's
0: very – yeah. so, yeah.
1: No, no, I'm, <laughs> that, that was the whole thing. So you need – the relationship of motivation to conversion on your pages um, is huge. And like I said, if you have super highly qualified uh, customers for your specific product, it's easy to get sales because they'll do almost anything to get it. But when you don't, which is probably 95% plus of – Probably everybody on the, on the site doesn't have super qualified, super motivated buyers. You have to hit those other elements before you're going to see the big gains.
0: All right. I'm going to summarize and we're going to move on. The postcard itself needs to, needs to do several things. It, it needs to be a miniature version of your landing page because it's not something you can click through. You've got to, you, people have got to go the extra effort of going to the website. Its only job should not be to sell you but to get you to visit the website. That's the only thing it should do. You should clarify its objective. It's trying to do too much work here. Once the postcard has, has been designed to do nothing but clearly communicate to you a solid enough reason that would make you invest the time to actually go to your computer and pull up the website, it's done its job. Don't do any more than that. Any more than that will interfere with the actual sale. Do all the selling on the page itself. And I would probably do that with, A, a, a professional-looking site. B, I would probably have a letter written from, to, to them explaining what you're doing. C, I would sprinkle it with solid testimonials from real dealerships that could tell you how this uh, this offering has helped them. And I would then, uh, D, probably eliminate NAV on the left, have it only on the bottom so that it didn't interfere with the offer at all. I'd eliminate that massive top real estate waste, not just the man, but I'd shorten the banner at the top, deal with banner blindness, and keep it very simple there, very clean, make it very easy for them to get to the page, see and understand what you offer, and make a decision. I would also very likely promote one secondary objective on the page, and that is I would elevate the the offer on the on the left of the page. You can't see it now where it talks about a free download of a white paper or something of that nature. I would top ten reasons, whatever it is. I would make that incredibly attractive. I'd feature it on the page and I'd try to capture the email address of anyone that I wasn't actually able to close through the page and then use that for a series of follow up efforts, of course, with their permission based on you know, CANSPAN Act and so on. Right, I think we should move on uh, quickly. And uh, so we're going to go to another site. We're trying to cover as many of these as we can. Uh, bear with us. It's very hard to spend on each one to help you. Enough. All right, there's a link on the top. We're going to visit the site. This is the background. The value proposition, as they stated, is this. Creative noise-canceling headphones features extreme fidelity technology, which makes music and movies sound better than the headphones from competitors at this price point. There's problems with that value proposition, and that is that the stuff you're talking about has to have its own value proposition in order to support that value proposition. It's a value proposition within a value proposition within a value proposition. That means you've got to educate people before your value proposition has any impact. That's dangerous. That already mitigates conversion. Now you've got channel information, and this is telling us where the people come from visiting the page we're going to look at next. They come from a featured ad on Google. You can see the ad down there. From that ad uh, on the left or from the sponsored link ad that we see on the right, they will go to the page which we're going to show you next. I'm going to ask Aaron to start us, but I'd like this to be interactive like the last one, gentlemen. Let's just talk to each other about the site. Aaron, do you have any quick thoughts about the, ad, the Google ad? You're an expert in this area.
2: I, I I absolutely do. Um, the first thing that I'm going to point out is you're, you're bidding on your own term for your, uh, your your branded term for the name of these uh, these headphones, and yet Amazon is beating you on uh, on this on this term. And it may be because I'm looking at this and comparing your ad to Amazon, which a lot of a lot of marketers aren't doing. They aren't comparing how their ad fit, it compares to a, a competitor. And I know these. I know these headphones are very, very expensive. Amazon has them for seventy-five dollars, or or a version of what you're trying to offer for seventy-five dollars. But if, even if it's a different version, the customer doesn't know that. So they they're advertising seventy-five dollars. They've got free shipping in their ad. Honestly, they've got a better ad, and so they're 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 above you in the search engines. They've got a better ad, and you're losing you're, you're losing traffic to Amazon. So your first your first up hit, your first problem is <laughs> is that you're not getting all the visitors that you could be.
0: So Very good. And, and, and that's also much more qualified traffic. Aaron, tell them why they, the Amazon traffic is more qualified. Sure.
2: You, you've, given them, you've given them a price. The, they know that they're getting free shipping, and, and they're already in that buying process. You know, Your ad talks about these headphones, but they're in a different set of they're in a different mindset when they click through on your ad versus when they're clicking through on the Amazon ad. Um, they are they're they've already they already have made their decision. They know the price. They know that they're getting free shipping, and they're clicking through. And the, all that that page has to do on the Amazon side is meet the expectations that the ad is set forth. Doesn't have to do any it doesn't have to do any hard selling.
0: I I am gonna move to the next page. I, I will say I think your ad on the right is better than your ad on the left, but not if you were competing in the other space.
2: Editor's uh, choice choice is good, but I I know where that editor's choice is coming from. If you can put credibility behind it, it makes it sound more legitimate. A lot of uh, a lot of affiliates and a lot of sites are calling themselves editor's choice because well the person that wrote the copy on the page is is an, is an editor and he. Chose this product, or he chose chose the Rush right content. Therefore, it's editor's choice. So you see it all the time. Put some credibility behind it. Put give give the name. Um, give some if it's a it's a if it's a reliable source. Quote it. Um, if we okay.
0: yeah let, I, good, I, point. good point I'm
2: holding back a little bit because I I, I I skipped ahead and I see what's on the next page. So
0: yeah, I understand that. All right. Well then, let there's more that we could say about the ad. Perhaps that will help you. But we need to know the ad. Never optimize in a vacuum. Always understand where the traffic is coming from because, as I have said many times in these calls, optimization does not occur on a web page. It occurs in the mind of the person visiting your site. You're trying to understand the the train of thoughts. You're anticipating those train of thoughts, and you're, you're actually trying to help them move through a sequence of these thoughts that will lead to a decision to purchase and you're looking for anything that interrupts that decision or anything that becomes an obstacle to the train of thought. And so you must go backwards from the channel, forwards to the landing page, and straight to the end of the buy process With that in mind, we're looking at the landing page, and uh, I'm going to let Jimmy Ellis, who's particularly an expert on retail product pages, to talk to us about what he would do. And and Aaron, free-for-all just to jump in and talk with Jimmy as we go.
1: Yeah, so I'm looking at this page, and, and my headline is The Audio Revolution Begins. But that's not telling me – I mean, it's like a, more of a branding type of a headline. I want something that tells me, you know, help me understand why these these are the best option for me. That, that's exactly what I hey, want hey, to do.
0: Uh, can I stop? Can I, I want to stop you there because you just said something that people are going to blow past and not understand, particularly big brands. The the, the, the headline that you see here is what I call an institutional advertising headline, and it belongs in a slick magazine, not a landing page. That is not a direct response headline, and I think that's what you're talking about, Jimmy. It, it, yep. it, it, that's a branding headline. It's institutional advertising. It's branding advertising. It is not direct response. And if you come from, you know, the, the, the media channels associated with a lot of big brands, you don't get direct response. That headline should do a lot more work than this one is doing, and it's way, way too imprecise to do that work. So, Jimmy, while you're doing that, I'm going to ask my audience to submit headline examples. So, Jimmy, you keep talking, and you guys in the audience, go ahead and tell us how you change the headline. We've got some experts on here. Let's see how well you do. Use your Q&A feature and submit your headline. Jimmy, go ahead.
1: Sure. So. I'm looking through this page, and I'm I'm trying to look for convincing things to make me believe that these are really good headphones. First of all, I see the price. It's $299. Man, those are expensive, so these better be really, really good. So so how how am I going to determine that these are really, really good? Well, I I can't because I don't see the features on here. I don't see a chart. I don't see how it compares to other competitive headphones. For example, they said that in their value proposition, this is – these are better at this price point, better sounding at this price point than their competitors. Well, show me. Show me a graph or a chart that has the top three or four or five headphones that compare to this and show me how this is better in a chart so I can scan through the specifics and the details. I can find the things that are important to me personally and then I can make my decision. I don't see any of that. So like I said, this looks like a print ad to me. That's what it's coming across as not as an informational help me decide type of thing that will get me to buy these headphones. Another thing is... I'm not going to believe creative telling me that these are the best headphones. Obviously, whoever company – whose company made the headphones, they're going to say theirs are the best. But if you had really great testimonials or reviews, either one of those things – now, the PC Magazine is great, but I want the, the real people's information and input about these headphones. I want people to say, oh, man, these were so much better than my Bose, you know, whatever model number headphones. They're so much better than my uh, Sony headphones. If you can give me that – backed by a chart that shows me why these are the best, and then you let me try it for free because here's one of the things. Actually, Aaron uh, brought this up right before the call because we, we were actually looking at these headphones because they're pretty cool. And
0: uh, it says try it
1: out. <laughs> it says try it out, 30 days, risk free. Well, why, in, in that instance, why would you tell them it's $300 when they can try it for free? You, you scared a lot of people away with that price.
2: And not only that, not only that you're, not, you're you're not you're not realizing or you're not – doing the process of looking at, your, looking at your ads, your pay-per-click ad, which is how you told us people are getting to this page along with this, uh, along with this landing page. Because Amazon has already prepped these customers, even if they make it to your site and don't buy from Amazon, they know that Amazon is offering a version of these for $75. And they come to your site, and you're screaming here $300. Well, what are you offering different that Amazon isn't offering? Well, I, I'm pretty sure Amazon's not letting them try them for free. So if that's the case, screen this, screen the the free trial from this page. I would almost, you know, put it up there with a the headline. Maybe even test it as a headline. Now it doesn't give you real credibility as far as why you need to own these these, these headphones, but it does it does it relay confidence in this that this is a page and you're not. This is a page that they're that they're interested in. You get them reading and finding out more about these headphones. Um, you're not uh, scaring. Aaron, them by powering. I gotta
0: move us on, brother. I gotta move us on. (laughs) I I, want to read some headlines you submitted, and uh, that the audience submitted, and we're gonna move on. Everything you're saying is good. I hate to cut you off because it should be very helpful. And I I do, and I will summarize. Here's headlines: the top five I just received, not 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 in terms of quality, but the first five. The sound you've been looking for. So I get some peace and quiet. Nothing but music. Someone said. Uh, experience the auto revolution now, effective noise control makes your music sound better. Uh, that means, means – um, I, I, in fact, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll submit all – if if I can, we'll take all the headlines that were submitted and we'll send them over to the people who submitted this page and they can look at the headlines from the various marketers. I want to just summarize and move on. The first thing is this – You. We now know that your editor's choice from PC and Mag, and that's what it said in the paid search ad. You should probably anyone who clicked on the editor's choice ad ought to come to this page, and it probably ought to have a, a, the best soundbite you should pull from the PC Magazine article that named you editor's choice. And you might even find that the headline. And if you did, you'd put it as a headline in quotes, and underneath it, it would say PC Magazine. Then there'd be a subheader underneath that that emphasized the primary value of this over everything else. You take the price off to try it now, and you test them, clicking on try it now for free, you'd have higher conversion, but you might have less conversion on the other end. You'd have to test it both ways. I would not have the price on if I'm going to have it there in that place next to the Amazon ad, as, as Aaron has said. You need you need an iPad in that paragraph text. It's too hard to read, and you need a vertical layout, and you need a chart showing me why this is probably the best choice in the marketplace. I'm going to move on. I hope that helps you. Um, and Aaron and Jimmy, thanks again, guys. You're you're nailed. Yeah, one more, right?
1: I got one more quick one for them. If they include right, the, the full PC Magazine Editor's Choice review on this page, it would be huge for them.
0: If uh, they yes. include the full review, it would,
1: be, it would be from a third party, from a professional review company, and it would add so much credibility and weight that I mean,
0: absolutely, it would be
2: significant. Absolutely, just absolutely. Something else just came to me. I just saw it. Uh, it the email capture at the bottom of the page. Don't use that at the bottom of the page. Use that with the free trial button. Uh, exactly and set right. Set it together. Yep. And, and you build your list of people that are already interested in this, even if you aren't converting them on the move on it. That, that <laughs> i got to move
0: it, though, guys. You're uh, good. Sorry. i got to move it. Keep going. <laughs> All right. I'm looking at Rhapsody next. Look at the background on this. There's the value proposition. Listen to any full song in the Rhapsody library over four million songs, as much as you'd like. Download and buy only the songs you like. You can listen through, and it goes on. Channel information, three primary sources of traffic, paid search, affiliate traffic, and com. I don't know the split. I don't think they've told us that. But uh, those are the three primary sources of traffic, and I'm going to go from there right to the page so we can look at it. So here we go to the Rhapsody site, and uh, Jimmy, fire us. you start us off.
1: So I get this page, and, I, and I'm looking for a headline, and I, and I don't see one. I have this this image, and it's got, like, a player, and it's got some music and stuff, but... I'm looking for a headline that tells me what this is or how it can help me. So the first thing that I see that actually tells me that is not listen all you want. It's the subheadline: headline Get unlimited access to millions of full-length songs, and I'd say and try it for free, something like that for a headline. Move it to the top of the page, above the image, then go to the image, which probably would not be quite as big and quite as tall. Go into your bullets and then your 14-day free trial. But On this particular one, they have a button that takes you to the form why would you, this is a short, simple page? Um, it it's, it's, does not that much on the page. I would absolutely include your free trial form on here. I've taken the liberty to uh, open the URL that we have at the top of the page, and it looks like when you click there, it goes to you know you know your 14-day your free trial, but you have to sign up as a member, and that's going to be a huge a huge impediment and, and friction for a customer trying to sign up for their free trial is actually actually do that for me real quick. Th- there may be more problems after this page than there is on this actual page. Click on the.
0: It's, it's, a, it's the actually text. a pretty good landing page. Uh, yeah, it's not better because it's simple. Before it's we go way better ahead. than me? But there's a big, there's some big problems with it. I'll, one of them is if you're going to focus the 14-day free trial down there by the button and get that up in the headline.
2: Listen That's to the, all you
0: want. The majority. Of,
2: the majority of your traffic is coming from. You, you stated in the first slide the majority of your traffic is coming from the, 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 your parent company who everybody is familiar with Rhapsody who's coming from Real, or your paid search ads, which you're bidding on the term for Rhapsody. So you don't have to do that much selling uh, for this page. If they're, coming, if they're searching Google or Yahoo for Rhapsody or if they're coming from an ad within Real for Rhapsody, you don't have to do that much selling. So introduce the 14-day free trial offer further up in the page, and you're going to get a higher conversion.
0: Get more people in that 14-day, and then there's the opportunity to capture an email address on the first step at the very least. Which means – go uh, ahead. Give me
1: uh, Everybody needs to pay real close attention to what Aaron said because he really tapped into the source of traffic, and that's going to that's dramatically change the strategy for this page. What he said was if you have someone – what he's saying is, is they're more motivated. They're coming from a company that they already trust, they already know. They know pretty much what the product is. All they want to do is sign up. If that is the case, just hit them with a the free trial – put the form on that page, keep it as simple as possible, and you don't need to sell them because they're already sold. If they're not coming from that source of traffic with those highly motivated customers come from somewhere else, they're not familiar with Rhapsody, and they need to be convinced that this is an option for them or something they would want to try, you're going to want more content and a little bit more information to get them to click that button or to start that free trial. So make sure that you, what we're doing is we're matching landing pages to the motivation of the customer from the channel of traffic they're coming from.
0: Absolutely.
1: That's, that's a huge, Absolutely. I mean, we have we have partners that might have ten variations of the same landing page based on if they're coming from email, from a banner ad, from a previous purchase, from Vassar Recovery. It doesn't, every specific channel typically has a customized landing page for where the customer came from based on what they're expecting or what they would need to see uh, to make a buying decision.
0: Well, I I and, I I and back to the thing, what you said is critical. If you are sending them to this page, You need to test it two ways, but one way to test it is to actually capture the email address right here under the click. And you, you put the email and you say, you know, tell us where to send your login information, uh, or step one of two. And they click, you've captured their email, and if you've got the proper permission set there with a box, you can, you can at least, you can still do basket recovery easily enough without having any real issues with spam. But there's more than that. You can, if you allow them to to opt in, you can use this to remarket to them in the future. And uh, I've seen some cases, I've seen most cases where that resulted in far more email capture and essentially a much larger audience to market to. And you've already spent money getting there. You might as well capture that and not pay to get that person back again. Um, the, the other piece that's so vital, and we don't really have time to go into this, but I think it's will help a lot of people that, are, that have cards. Look at the card. All the selling is done. They've they've done something smarter here at the top of the page. They've tried to remind you that it's a 14-day trial. (coughs) They've they've mentioned unlimited access. That is smart. There's more that you need to do down by the continue button. But in the end, remember something. Every single page of the process now needs to actually continue to remind people of the value. The selling is not done until the the confirmation page uh, has come, and that's when you start selling something else in most cases. Very good points from the team. I want to move on and help some more people. So, John, go ahead. I know I keep slipping in there. Uh, I'm standing at a podium in front of ten monitors, and uh, I have a young man on my right who's, who's driving uh, all of this, and his name is John. So you'll hear us going back and forth. Sometime I step over from the podium and take the controls to, to move something that I want to see. He He does a remarkable job of helping me. All right, so we're on now, and I'm looking at the new site. Let's go to the next site. This is RegisUniversityOnline.org. Online Online MBA program supported by 130-year foundation in academic excellence, and uh, we aren't just a run-of-the-mill online university. I think the 130-year foundation is interesting. It it, it does separate you. Online MBA, that's part of a value proposition. Here's your channel information. Aaron, you're looking at those ads. Do you want to talk about those ads?
2: I am. Um, you know, you're, you're just – I'm looking at your titles, and you're screaming online MBA program to me. Um, every one of these ads has online MBA program. I, I'm betting that everybody else that you're competing with also uses online MBA program. So what are you doing that's different? When you say top online MBA program, how do you quantify it? When you've got on, on, online MBA program in Denver, Well, does it really matter if it's Denver, if it's an online MBA program, accredited online MBA program? They're probably all saying that. What are you doing differently? What's your value proposition? Well, you stated it up there as 130-year foundation of academic excellence. To me, that's the kind of information that would need to be spelled out in the title. You know, greet them with your value proposition. That is your most important ad space, and and yet you're you're using something that's probably very generic. Now, it it, it is – I, it is a I think the
0: accredited, I, Eric, Aaron. I think the word accredited though is 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 vital. Many of these programs it, are not, and they emphasize that at least in one of these.
2: It is, and I'd have to see how the competitors are, are phrasing the ads. It, it, my my guess is, at least when I ran searches around here, a lot of them were using accredited. Um, you know, I don't know if this is a local search to the Denver area, but uh, but when I ran searches around here, I saw it, it. It was very it was redundant throughout many of the ads. Now the other thing that I would. I would consider and and what do you have to give them uh, as do you have a, do you have a free guide on choosing an online MBA program and and can your landing page then go into a free guide what do you have on do you have a white paper on how to choose an MBA program can you get that and use that as your lead capture process on your landing page now I'm getting a little bit away from the pay per click ad but this is all stuff that you, you need to think about if you can do that on the landing page we'll do it in your ad and you're probably going to get a higher click through rate. So more visitors to your landing page, and you may get more leads coming through uh, on your site. What can you get Let's them?
0: Let's look at the landing page. Let's go there. And, and, Aaron, that doesn't mean you have to stop. But, Jimmy, jump in as Aaron, uh, when Aaron comes up for Aaron, tell us your thoughts. <laughs> so is, he going or is Aaron going? <laughs> <laughs> you- Aaron, man, what you're saying is very good. Continue.
2: You know, right here, I've come to your site. It's Regis University Online MBA program, academic excellence for over 130 years. The academic excellence for over 130 years is something that might be unique to Regis University, but I still don't know if it's strong enough to get somebody to, who's unfamiliar with Regis to click that Inquire Now and request information to them. What, the approach that I might take with this is is, is a lead capture approach. What can you give them To get the information and build your lead database, Um, you know, it's a radically different design than what you're doing right now. It's something you would have to test. But if you have the capability to give them some sort of free guide on how to choose an online MBA program or a white paper or or, or something to that extent, you could capture their information on the first page they land on. You're probably going to get higher click-through rate because in the title of your ad and in the body copy of your ad, you're going to be telling them we're giving you this free guide on how to choose an online MBA And Aaron,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna move us on, friend, uh, uh, to keep us moving. Uh, you're, what you said is superb, uh, Jimmy. What would you add? Uh,
1: when I look at the page, I'm looking for why, why should I choose Regis? I mean, how is this better than any other university? How is this gonna help me get a better job? Yeah, they've had 130 years of experience, and, and they're gonna jumpstart your career. But that's not specific enough. Show me like how. What's your graduation rate? What's your rate of getting people new jobs when they graduate from Regis? Tell me those things. Tell, tell me how they're. Uh, their program is going to help me one find uh, the career that's right for me, two land that job, and then give the tools in the training beautiful. program to to be able to do to do a great job on it once I get there. So, um, you know, and then back to Aaron's point, you know, you get an inquire now. Why don't you have the form right on the page? Why are you making them go to an extra click to fill out just the form? Put the form on the page. One less click, less friction, more more people to the process.
0: All right. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm going to go ahead and uh, in just a minute and get you guys on the, in the audience to help me with this next one. I need you to vote, so, so stand by in a moment, and I, I need your advice and thoughts. I'm, I'm writing. Some of you are putting in some very good things. Someone, for instance, Kimberly put in the job placement rate. Erin, uh, I think she put it in before it was even brought up, Jimmy. Uh, but let me well, just point that.
1: out. You cannot have credit for that. That's all mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kimberly, would you like a job? Uh, <laughs>
2: Just putting in the job placement rate. You need to compare it to your competitors. You, you know, it's it's uh, we place seventy four percent of applicants, and this is this is fifteen or twenty percent higher than the national average, or or than other universities in our area. Quantify you it. Know, you
0: qualify that so that it means something to somebody. Let me just touch two things and on we go. First of all, every photo at the top of that page. A blocks what's above it. The every, it's complete banner blindness in the developed valuable skills and get the edge you need. All the eyes go down to Regent University's online MBA program. And that is not a headline. That just tells me what page I'm on. That should be there at the top, and that blue space should actually be working. That blue headline should actually be distinguishing the reason why I need to stop and pay attention to what's in the body copy. That's what a good headline should do here. It should point me to the body copy, and the next paragraph, the next or the subheader should then deeply emphasize the secondary value and the next paragraph underneath that should substantiate it with quantified, you know, quantified, irrefutable kinds of statements and evidence. Then you should not have or leave it the chance to get one button here to have one way to capture a lead. This picture on the left of a man standing next to a woman is an absolute useless place of space. No offense to the models. It should actually be a place where you offer them the white paper that Aaron just described, the guide, the steps, the transfer, something remarkable, the book, uh, the PDF. It should be right there, and that should be your secondary way to capture a lead, and you should have two ways on this page. In addition to that, the pages above the Regis University Online MBA program, see the photograph? I don't know if that's really your school or not, but every photograph on there should work. If you're going to use the photographs, Put them to work. Right now they're not helping me. If that's really your school, give me a clear picture. That one in the middle, because that's valuable. That tells me a real campus, brick and mortar, solid, looks old, steady, stayed. Give me, give me something like that. And if it is, identify it. Tell me what I'm looking at. Put a little, put a little title that I can see. Help me make the photos work. It's not about design now, and it's not about beauty. It's about making every single square, every single pixel on that page support your value proposition. Let's go on to the next one. All right. I want you – the audience, I'm going to ask you to vote, so stand by. This is when I really need your, your input. We're going to measure your thoughts on this, and I'm going to have you rank the quality of this value proposition. It's uh, it's called eatyourelephant.com. We help people and organizations to quit talking, dreaming, wishing, hoping, and start doing. Uh, and I'm going to go to the page. Uh, show us the page. This is the actual page. We're going to give you a second. I know there's a delay between our end and your end. We're looking at it now, waiting for the Internet to display it for you. That's the actual page. Now, you look at the page and vote after I read to you again the value proposition. We help people and organizations to quit talking, dreaming, wishing, hoping, and start doing. Now, look at your voting uh, tool there. And on a scale of one to five, rank the quality of the value proposition. We're opening the poll. And, uh, you can see the five areas. No real value proposition or stated unclearly. Limited value to a small market. Substantial value to at least a medium sized market. Strong product differentiation. Unique. Highly valuable to a large market. Five levels. Pick the level. And we're gonna, we're gonna see what, how uh, an audience full of marketers, hundreds of you actually, uh, rank this. The poll is coming in. Let me, John, open that and let me see more. Good. 50% 50% of you voted. Keep voting. Vote faster. I can't stop till I get a higher ratio. 54 or 56? 58? Tell me what you think of this value proposition. All right. All right, we're going to close the polls now. We've got a good, good percentage, and you should look on the screen, and it will tell you what you think. 45% of our audience says no real value proposition or stated unclearly. Jimmy Ellis, would you agree with that?
1: I actually went with two because uh, I think there's just limit, it's very limited. I
0: wouldn't say there's right. none, but that says very limited. Aaron, what would you have voted? One or two? Or whatever. What would you have voted?
2: <laughs> I, uh, I I voted one.
0: I would have voted one too. Jimmy's the nicest of the three of us, <laughs> and I'm not surprised. He's so like Paula on American Idol. <laughs> 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 Just because you broke the glasses, I mean, you can't see It's stay. a horror. It's, so it, it, it's not a value proposition at all. And I mean this graciously, but it's not a value proposition.
2: I don't even know what it
0: means. You're going to help me quit talking, dreaming, and wishing, hoping, and start doing what? And uh, it, this is not a value proposition. It's an aspiration. It's very nice. And I, I'm grateful that you help people do that. But what in the world is it about this that makes me think that you're the solution I need? I don't even know what the problem is you're solving. So let's please look at the page itself. Jimmy?
1: No, I'm not doing this one. You guys are on your own. Okay, Paula. It's over over to
0: you, Paula. <laughs> uh what what looking at this page, team, what would you do?
2: Well first of all it needs to be clear. It, just like just like what we're asking you, what your value proposition is, and the way that you've stated it, it's not clear to us. It's not clear to any of the visitors that come to your site of what you're actually doing.
0: Um, I, Aaron, I, I, Aaron well, while Aaron is talking, I'd like the audience to, to, to go ahead and and uh, marketers tell us the top three changes that you'd make to this site. Aaron's talking, but I'm watching them come in next to your name, and I want to see how you're thinking. Aaron, continue. Sure and you know i read your i read your paper click ad and
2: i i get a i get a slight i get slightly more i, I see where you're going i see where you 're going with it, but it needs to be you know you need to tell me uh you need to greet them with something setting setting a a, a new year 's resolution we help we help individuals uh, meet ninety seven point four percent of their new year 's resolutions or whatever you know if it 's not a new year 's resolution we we help you uh, uh with your with your life goals or your you what you're trying to do what you're trying to do in your life and then then back that up with with points that support the the headline and uh and then it looks like you have a free trial or a free a free free webinar i i don't know if anybody's really signing up for a free webinar i, I you you're going to need to try that against different approaches but you've got something free you're capturing their email um you, you know, uh, then, then lead them into the free lead them into the free trial and get them in there. If you're getting a response from this page, it's because of the free trial. It's not necessarily because of people really have a good grasp of what you're doing and understand what you're doing. You need to do a better job of explaining that. Tell us what your value proposition is. Back it up with some bullets and lead me into a I, I, I don't even think your graphic really helps that much. your graphic over to the right.
0: Let me let me do this. Uh, I'm going to read what the audience is saying for a moment, and then I'm going to have Jimmy speak. All right. Uh, there are uh, others that I'd like to get to. I'm watching our time carefully. Just listen to this now. Uh, uh, so this is what the audience is saying. Someone says a better image. Someone else says get rid of the girl. Uh, Ryan says what services do you offer? Let me draw these closer to the names where I can see it clearly. All right. Uh, let's keep going. Eliminate the top and side navigation. Says Jay. Uh, clear clearer headline says Patty, turn resolutions into real accomplishments. not bad, Dennis. that's from Dennis. Uh, make the call to action clear. Uh, someone else says you have better webinars, inspire me to achieve That's sue, give me a percentage or number in the headline with a benefit. James, he sounds like sounds like you there for a moment, Aaron. All right, let's just stop for a second. We don't have a lot of time. I want to say things about this page person on the side. Jimmy, fire away.
1: So the the one thing that I think really needs to happen on this page is that it needs to be much, 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 much more specific. And here's let me me dig into that a little bit. It's way too generic, and that's why we're, we're all lost with no clarity. If I said, let us help you get organized in less than 30 days, or let us help you find a new job in less than 30 days, something like that where you're clearly stating a problem, and then you're showing them how you're going to help them for that specific thing. So what I'm saying is this turns into potentially hundreds of landing pages, but they're very specific to the customer's problem. So you would change the way you drive traffic as well, because you'd have very niche topic-specific landing pages. Let's say, for example, finding a new job. You would do pay-per-click just for finding a new job, send them to a landing page that starts off with, let us help you find a new job and and, and get results in less than 30 days, and then you drive them through the bullets and the content and the copy and Here's how I do the content and the copy. It would be either a letter from the founder or from a, a previous person that's gone through this webinar, telling their story of how this, this webinar, or whatever, helped them achieve their goals, including results and everything. And that all you have to do is tell us where to send your free access, and you'll get you'll, you'll be logged into the free webinar, or whatever. That and is. they need
0: and, and and Jimmy, wouldn't it be great if they had like 30 landing pages, each one. Uh, to a yep. specific problem tied to a specific paid search ad, yep. same offer, but and, wrapped around a different problem and a different, basically, uh, thought train.
2: That, it, it
1: changes la- everything. It changes everything on this
0: page. Your landing page convert better, and your ads are going to
2: get a higher click-through rate because they're more relevant to what somebody was searching on, uh, and and they're going to a relevant page. It's, it's all going to work better with one another
0: right, I'm going to stop us. Listen, the audience, a couple of things so I can help everyone. There's one of you that sent your page that we promised to get to today if we could, and we can't. So we're going to call you personally and go through your page with you because we want to be gracious to you, and we, we, I think we made a promise to you. Uh, and uh, you'll know who you are because we haven't got to your page today. Uh, we, if you'd like, uh, in two more weeks we're going to be doing this again, uh, but it won't be landing. It'll, it'll be more optimization experiments and testing. Uh, also, for many of you that may be at the Marketing Sherpa Email Summit, we're going to be teaching optimizing your email messaging, and uh, and uh there will be a bunch of these guys at the Summit in Miami. Uh, the other thing is I, I need your feedback again. Your feedback makes every one of these better. Would you write me today using that same feature that you gave us your comments on and tell us if you found today good, if you found the rhythm helpful, about the right pace, um, and, uh, you know, let us know if we're doing what you need because we're trying so hard to help you discover what works, you know, in in optimizing your, your marketing communication. If you're going to be in the
2: summit next week, uh, make sure you stop by our the booth, and Jimmy and I will do a live optimization for you at the summit.
0: Yes, yes. We'll be doing a lot of live optimization at the summit. I don't know if you know, but we own Marketing Sherpa, and that summit uh, – is an event that we, uh, you know, they're another research group that works closely with us, and there will be a lot of our team there, and you can talk with them there. We're grateful for everyone's trust. Tell a friend. We we don't charge for any of this, and the only thing we ask for is to tell someone else. But kind of, we want to build a community of people that are deeply concerned about, you know, uh, approaching their marketing with a kind of honesty and 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 that comes from testing. And then the same thing in terms of the claims they make on their own sites. We can all help each other. And, uh, the more that we get together on these lines and talk and, uh, uh subscribe and work through the journal issues together and learn and conduct experiments, the better off we're all going to be. If we helped you today with your site and it made some kind of progress or it didn't, email us. Show us what you did. Tell us how you take these suggestions. And I'm going to stand by now and read the comments as they come in. We read every single one and catalog them. Thank you very, very much. And we look forward to, uh, to talking to you in the future. John just put up something I see and pointed to this. Uh, sometime, if you're interested in doing some research with us, you can see on the screen how you might be able to do that. Thank you all for coming, and we'll see you again in two weeks.